player two has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 67 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Big Boss is good. <laughs> hey, shout out to all y'all. I can say that because I'm basically a Southerner now. I've been down here for 13 years. I, I thank you all so much. All the new subscribers, all the old subscribers. If you saw our Twitter, somehow we hit 300 subscribers this week. This is Two Player Co-op. Okay, I thought you were going to say, awesome, or like <laughs> no, 300. Oh, 300. Well, yeah, okay. there it is. It clicked. It was, a, it was a long walk, but I got there. Um, Just thank you all so much. You you give us the motivation and the energy to keep doing this. Um, I, I just remembered back before episode 50, we were trying to just get to 100 and we really had to, we really had to go we on did a campaign a of, yeah. with all our campaign Facebook trail. friends and people I've never seen and won't see again probably ever. And they they helped out and the guys two hundred that was awesome. But the fact that ever since then we've gained two hundred real new people that want to listen to us and want to watch in us and everything like in four months. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, two hundred percent increase or three hundred percent? I don't know. Two hundred percent. It's two hundred percent because we gained two hundred percent would just be would have been hundred. Yeah, it would be yeah. two hundred. Okay, so two hundred percent increase in two hundred and like. Two hundred and four months really. now. Yeah, or about four months, I guess. For for somebody our size, that's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, we we really can't thank you enough. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, keep commenting on those videos. Keep tweeting at us. Give us your feedback. Um, we really appreciate it. And if you're seeing us for the first time, welcome. Hit that subscribe button, please, down there somewhere. Again, one of these days, I'll figure out how to make something go home, and you can subscribe subscribe right here. Somewhere around here. Maybe I'll put it right on his face. Like, subscribe. Dink. Um, but we'll, we'll see when that day comes. Um, but again, just thank you so much. Thank you for being here. We're going to make it worth your time every week here at youtube.com slash two player co-op. Thank you guys so much. What's up, dude? Not too much. How are we doing? Good. I will say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty for water because... If you watched last week, you know I said I'm not after WrestleMania. I'm not drinking anymore for April. Gonna try to give it. I, I, I'm becoming too much team fat, not enough team fit, and I got to change that. So goodbye beer for this month. We'll see how that works out. It was tough today, I must say, because I grilled. Oh, and if tough I'm grilling, to grill without a beer. if I'm grilling, I'm supposed to have a beer in my hand. So I was just drinking water, and I was like, well, this is nice and cold, but it is not beer. Um, very frustrating. What happened? He's on his way out. He's still got the Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon swagger. We're recording this Monday night. Normally we record on Sunday nights, but whoo boy. Speaking of Vince McMahon, we were up late last night, 11 o'clock Central Time. Central Time. I feel sorry for any of y'all on the East Coast watching WrestleMania. Holy crap. Late breaking news. It won't be late breaking to any of y'all because we're uh, watching this Tuesday or Wednesday. They're doing the draft next week. A draft or trades? Uh, just draft, I guess. Uh, I don't know the AJ's going to Raw. AJ's going to Raw. I hope. I mean, I don't care. Uh, SmackDown's been better, so I actually kind of like to see him stay there, but now he needs to go back to the quote. I think they're going to make sure Raw. I think they know SmackDown has been better, and they're going to make Raw great again. Oh, boy. Murga. Um. Yeah, so WrestleMania was last night. Like I said, it was five hours, and that's just the main pay-per-view. That doesn't count the two-hour pre-show. Yep. That's the thing when we talk about going next year. I'm like, holy crap. 
I mean, damn. Like that's a long. They have got to day. stop this. They didn't need thirteen matches. They didn't. They ten matches would be fine. Put two on the pre card or three, and or the pre show. Speed some of these up. Like I appreciate good long wrestling matches, but you can have a really good wrestling match and it doesn't have to be fifteen or twenty minutes. You can do a good one in eight nine minutes. They should never be five hours long. They just shouldn't no. be. You got to get better at booking it. Um, and there oh, wasn't even a whole lot of. I mean, there couldn't have been. There wasn't a lot of fluff. There's not a lot of fluff except freaking pitbull. It, it was just match after match after match after match. I mean, imagine if there was fluff, it would have gone six hours. Um, WrestleMania overall, our thoughts. We're gonna give them to you now. Started off strong with AJ and Shane, and like I said, we. I mean, I said to each other, and I might have tweeted. I can't remember at this point. That wasn't just AJ carrying. Obviously, AJ had a great match. Shane held his own in that. He held his own. Yeah. I was very impressed with him. Um, it wasn't just spots. He did his couple spots. It was not nothing that put his life in danger, thank God. Um, but it was good. I mean, he he wrestled a real match. I was really proud of him. Uh, they did scare me there for a second, making me think. First, I thought Shane was going to hit the, the shooting star press, and then that would have pinned AJ, and yeah. I would have never forgiven them. Um, they, they really did scare me a couple times thinking Shane was going to pin him. Thankfully they didn't do it. They did the right thing. And Shane had nothing but respect for AJ after the match and all that stuff. Um, I still think I was going back through it. I think that was still the best match of the night, which I never thought I would have said. Shout out to Kevin Cerrito. He said we were, um, if you watched our prediction, especially he said, you know, we were, even if it's not the ideal match for AJ, we would rather see him fight Sean or Daniel Bryan or something. If you're fighting Shane, it means they think very highly of you, and you're going to have a good match because of it. And yeah, Shane held his own. I would agree that probably was the best match of the night, and not to take anything away from him, but it was it was a good match. It wasn't yeah. a great match. No. But it was probably the best match on the car. I mean, Brock and Goldberg was fun it was, it was a show it was it exactly was, what it should have been yes they booked it perfectly i i will give them that it was four or five minutes long maybe six i can't remember but it was it was done perfectly taker and roman as much as i hate that roman won i think they at least i mean botches aside and they they at least made him made it seem like it took a lot for Roman to beat Undertaker. It wasn't just Superman punch spear. It took pin. a super spear, took a boing, 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 <laughs> boing, boing spear. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My overall thoughts, I guess, it was fun. I almost wish there would have been a little more fluff. Like, how do you have a WrestleMania and not have Stone Cold show up or The Rock? Or, I mean, I know HBK was on the pre show, but like, there's no like. There's one surprise all night, and those yeah. parties. And, and I cool. called it, by the way. You did call it. Um, I still wish during the predictions, I wish I would have just picked the Hardys to win that match. That would have been... Oh, speaking of which, I won the predictions. I think I won like seven. I think I got seven. And then there was like a few people with five. And then I think Nick had... Nick, little Nick. Um, My Nick, not Nick Schifani. Had like four or something. Yeah. Um, but hey, I won again. I don't know where my title it's is. It's over there. It's you over there. It. I don't you need don't it. Need it. Um, but yeah, I think my thoughts on WrestleMania can be summed up thusly. Good, not great. Fine. Probably a, like a 7 out of 10. I was going to say know. like a B, B minus. But the the worst part of it is I don't get, and I could say the same thing for last year, 
how do you have a WrestleMania? I mean, I, WrestleMania to me seems like a overall a failure if you don't walk away from the show thinking, wow, so-and-so versus so-and-so, that could be the match of the year. There's not one match from no. that card that AJ, even has a chance at no. being a match of the year candidate. AJ like, Shane was good. Owens Jericho was good. Very good. Those two, they're, they're the first two matches on the card were the two best matches they did. Um, no, I agree. What I thought had a chance to be really great was Orton and Wyatt. They completely I overbooked. I thought that was going to be great. Yeah. They overbooked the hell out of that. They overbooked this whole feud with the burning down of the devil you know, shed thing and putting a, a stake into Sister Abigail's dirt or whatever it was, her <laughs> worms, whatever that was. And then you had all this stuff showing up on the in the ring. It was cool the first time. And then I'm like, oh, God. Then they did a second time. I was like, "Oh man, they're gonna do this three yeah. times." And that it was just. And then after all that, Randy still just was like, <laughs> "And RKO." He, I don't he know pulled the scene. It was like LOL RKO instead of LOL AA. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Um, but we saw the end of the Undertaker officially. Finally, he he put his left his gloves in the ring. I still think it was funny that he got his butt kicked during the match, but he had enough energy to wake up and get dressed so he could stand in the ring, then take his gloves off, then his coat, then his hat. And then we all got kind of worried, like, whoa, what's when the hell, when's this going to end, Taker? We, we Please keep something on. Um, it's just, it was weird. As much as watching that match, like, I was – obviously, I watched it with Sean. I was sitting there saying, okay, this is this has got to end. Dude. The botches were horrible. What happened? We're never going to get through this podcast because this is going to be a big show. Well, we're going to have to just... Not the big show. We're going to have to ignore it after this, then. What's going on? New GM. Kurt Angle. Yeah. I mean, I think that was obvious. If she wasn't going to name Triple H the GM just to be hilarious. um, Because you got to have a face GM to go against Stephanie. If she's going to be the She's going to be off TV for a while. Oh, why? To, I don't know. That's oh, okay. what I'm seeing on Twitter. But Interesting. That's awesome. I can't um, get enough of Kurt Angle. He'll And he'll come back to fight at some point. He has to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Taker's gone. I never like it's like I was saying. As much as I was during that match, I even said to you, "I was like, this is it. This is done. Just pin him, get it over with." Still, the fact when he was actually leaving, I was like, "Damn, this is crazy." Like he's been wrestling for twenty six years, and now it's done. It's just gone. Yeah. Um. What I hope comes out of this is WWE stops, and we talked about this last night off the air. Stop relying on part time wrestlers. Yep. You have so much unbelievable young talent and kind of young talent. I mean, you think of it, AJ's not young. Owens isn't young either. He's close to AJ's age. They've been around forever. Um, You've got so much good young talent on this roster. You don't need to have Goldberg versus Lesnar. You don't need to have Taker coming back out. Like, you don't need all these big part-timers. Yep. Um, Goldberg's done. I, I think he might... Actually, I don't think he's going to be... Well, they haven't said. Brock's going to be on Raw, so if you're watching this, I don't know if Goldberg came out or not, but... I don't know, man. Um, I hope they take this as a shift and maybe let Triple H start running the show a little bit more because you know he'll push the actual wrestlers. Yeah, You can make as much money as you need to make and you can sell out these stadiums and everything just because of the fact it's WrestleMania. They put these tickets on sale like nine months in advance when nobody knows what the card is going to be and they sell out every single time. Right. You don't need to worry about it. And people buy the network, I mean, nine ninety nine. So, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about it finally happening? Taker's finally gone. I don't know. It's one of those things that, I mean, he struggled in that match. 
He, he screwed I mean, up a couple it's times. It's about time. It's, it's weird. Like, I was never a huge Undertaker fan. It's not like when HBK retired. I cried when HBK retired. It's just... I don't know. It's about time. I was never a huge Undertaker fan. I'm not saying I'm happy to see him go, but it's about time. He's been there long enough, and he's like the last remaining remnant from like the bit like character driven. Uh, exactly. Like yes. before, everybody just went by. Everybody's real just names like a person and, yeah. now. I mean, yeah, like Bray Wyatt with the whole that whole shtick. Which yeah, how'd that work out for him last yeah, night? Well, yeah, but. I don't know. It's it's time to move on. It's it's a different... And, I mean, he's not just going to disappear. Every so often you'll hear that gong, he'll come out, and, you know, but he's not... Yeah. I think, I think he's wrestled his last match. Yeah. But, and it's know. for the best. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a very just, like you said, 7-7, seven, seven, 5 out of 10 show. Yeah. Um, it's just... And by the end... The, the shows are just too long. Like, by the end, I was like, I mean, you saw me. I'd crank back in my recliner like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. just gonna, no. It wasn't as bad as last year when I literally almost fell asleep during Triple H Roman. It wasn't that bad. Right, but, yeah. I just didn't care about that at all. I mean, the Brock and Goldberg match woke me back up. And then Taker Roman was just interesting for the for the show that it was. But I don't know. If you haven't watched Raw, go back and watch. We, we saw what happened before we came on the air here. Um, Roman came out to... <laughs> 15 minutes of first to start off undertaker chance clap 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 then it was fu roman like I, I was waiting for usa to just mute the tv they chanted fu roman and they didn't say f yeah they said shut the bleep up they chanted that i'm like oh my god you're gonna get you you guys are gonna get WWE <laughs> in trouble you can't say that on cable t- on just like regular like cable tv it's not hbo or anything so I don't know, but and then all Roman did was he stood there and he took it for 15 minutes and he just said, this is my yard now, and he dropped the mic. I'm like, That's best promo he's ever done. Looks, looks like they're finally actually going to actually make him a heel, and that's okay. The way they did it was nice and subtle, and that's really all they needed to do. It was perfect. Hopefully it stays that way. What else is going on? Oh, Collins' last stand came out today. Did you ever watch it? I did. I didn't even know what the third moment was. Once he finally said it, I was like, okay, that's I had no idea. It was an interesting video. It's not. I mean, I still I prefer Colin was right so far about video games. I prefer Colin when he's being. I mean, I wish I knew a lot more about history than I do. So I am looking forward to more yeah. Colin's last stand for that reason. But I mean, yeah, I like him talking about video games and stuff. I prefer hearing him talk about current stuff yeah. yeah and you can talk about history i mean this was history but i mean it it's the constitution like it's relevant today you know it's not just something that happened and yeah it went so i'm looking forward to it i mean i mean i've already learned something so yep. that's cool so yeah i'm looking more forward to just his commentary and stuff i guess rather than history lessons but i mean it, it could also depend on what the topic is I yeah. guess. but i still think i think he'll end up settling into one history video a week and one current event a week is what I think he'll do. I think that'll be a lot easier on him. I think it'll be less editing and stuff for his current event video where he can really just kind of go off the cuff and just talk right. for 10 to 12 minutes, yeah. not have to do a script that's 2,000 words long or whatever it is and stuff like that. But good job, Colin. I mean, I'm going to keep watching. Um, his last game over Greggy show was today. Did you get a chance to listen to I didn't get a chance to, to watch that. Very enlightening. Go watch it. They answer a lot of the questions. You learn some behind-the-scenes stuff, even going back to when – 
a little bit after they formed kind of funny about rooster teeth and his thoughts on all that. And it's, it's, it was interesting to hear about a lot of the big decisions they made. Um, but go watch it. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Uh, check out his last game over Greggy show is two hours long. They released it all at once instead of doing it in parts like they normally do. Um, good show. Learned a lot about the behind the scenes machinations, if you will. Um, very good. Good luck to Colin. What else? Uh, Spider-Man trailer. Looks really good, although I'm kind of worried, like I saw a lot of people saying. I feel like they just gave the whole movie away. It's very, yeah, it's one of it those. very story heavy. One of those trailers. I'm a lot more, um, my mind has been made at ease because I had the same concerns you did and that this seemed like it was turning into like Disney a Disney movie. movie. Yeah. And not, you, it's yeah. not. It, yeah. I mean... It almost looks like it could have been Iron Man 4 also with as much as he was in there. And then they right, gave, yeah. still they gave away so much story stuff in there. And the boat scene, they probably didn't need to show that because that's going to be the, the huge like set him. piece. Why would you give that away? But I don't know. Um, I still feel like maybe because Sony is still involved with this, their taint is going to screw this movie up. And Marvel can say, well, like they've got a t- Amazing Spider-Man. And my, and I'm not saying they're taint. I'm saying <laughs> the way they taint Spider-Man. I'm not saying that. That's, this is a PG <laughs> podcast. Um, the way, like Amazing Spider-Man, I really liked Amazing Spider-Man 2. I did not. I actually liked Jamie Foxx's Electro. I think I'm in the minority. I don't think I ever even saw the second one, but I love the first one. The first one was really good. I like that we got to see Kurt Connors as, as, you know, as the villain and everything. They did that really well. And I loved Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I thought he was great. I thought he was better than Toby. I'll give Tom Holland a chance. He was great. The five, 10 minutes he was in Civil War. Um, I'm definitely going to see it. I'm, it's way below Justice League and Wonder Woman for me, and probably below Guardians. Actually, I just I've always liked Spider Man, but he's never been. I've never loved him that much. Yeah, and it's not just because he's Marvel, and I'm a DC fanboy. I love Wolverine. Logan's the second best comic book movie I've ever seen. If you haven't seen that yet, go back and check out our uh, spoiler filled review of it at YouTube.com/slash/TwoPlayerCoop. But um, yeah, I mean, looks good. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. I'm just kind of annoyed because part of the reason it looks so good is because they just gave so much away, which they didn't have to, and it still could have, you know, built the hype up. But It, it kind of reminded me of the second Batman vs. Superman trailer where they show the Trinity Doom, together yeah. as cool as that was, but then... And then they show Doomsday and everything. Yeah. I'm like, what? okay. So now what we assumed was going to happen, you're like, eh, F it. Just show them it's really going to happen. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I'm not saying this is going to be Batman v Superman. I'm not saying that. It'll probably be better than that. It'll, yeah. Probably. Yeah. You, know, you never know. Mm, yeah. With Sony's taint, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What have you been playing this week? I can't imagine. I, I mean, I played a little Zelda, but I haven't really played too much. It's just life um uh, um uh gets in the way um uh yeah were you adulting <laughs> um i did some adulting and it's just work just yeah just work um yeah a lot of adulting this weekend mowed our lawn for the first time so that was that was a lot of fun um <laughs> at least it was it was beautiful mine. out it was you know great weather so that was good but no um I played some. I think I did a few more shrines. I did a few more side quests. Um, but I feel like 
I, I still love the game, but it's getting to the point now where I'm getting so into the nitty gritty and trying to find the, I mean, I want to say last few shrines. There's still like 40 of them or so, 35 to 40 of them that I haven't found. A whole bunch of side quests I haven't done and whatever. But I, even though I know it's not true, I feel like I've been everywhere on this map. Yeah. I know I haven't, but it seems like I have to where I can't just pick up this game for 15, 20 minutes and expect to really accomplish anything anymore. I think it's going to take longer and longer sittings before I've... Which doesn't lend itself to our lives. Exactly. So that's what I'm kind of worried about. It's either... It's either that or I just give in and start, you know, looking at guides and stuff online. But I don't want to do that. Um, I'm not on any time constraint. It's not like, oh, I got 100%. I'm not going to 100%, but I got to find all these shrines and all the side quests before blank. Like, I don't care. I'm not in any rush. Before blank, blankety, blank. I'll just take my time and, yeah, whatever. Um, But no, that's shocking. That's all I've played. Um, and even then, not not too much of it. But I mean, same here. I've I've kind of had my fill of Zelda. I think like I knocked out. I think I'm up to about fifty four or fifty five shrines now. I'm never gonna get to one hundred and twenty, and I don't feel the need to. Um, like you said, is and and come back Friday. We're doing the the Friday video this week. We're gonna do a Zelda Breath of the Wild spoiler cast. So if you played the game and you've beaten it, come back and get our full spoiler filled thoughts where we can really talk about the game what we liked what we didn't like and all that stuff so come back friday for that but yeah i did some more i, I still want to go do i want to go do that island i do want to do that um apparently there's a cave i've done all three of the mazes now so i got that yeah there's a cave that i was reading about somewhere that is just lined with guardians Somewhere um, kind of towards the north. Northwest. Like in like a valley or something. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I found that. Okay. I, I'm like, well, that sounds like fun. Because now the Guardian... It is funny. The Guardians now... Once Guardians you, don't scare they me. They don't scare now. me. All. Now that you got the Master Sword and you've got the ability to parry and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, bring it. Like I, when I see them now, I go towards them instead of right, running away exactly. from them. Which is so crazy. When you think about... Think back to that first one you saw. The first one I saw was when I was walking through some ruins, and the thing just comes to life. Yeah. It was one of those stationary ones, but even then I was like... Oh, in the beginning of the game, when that one of those last shrines yeah. on the plateau. Yeah. I was like, huh, maybe I can just shoot in the eye with an arrow. Flink. Dead. I'm like, well, that didn't work. And it was just like so much inherent fear with these things. And now that's gone because now, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't lessen them as enemies or anything, but I'm just not scared of them anymore. I can go run right up. I can master sword them to death or I can parry them and, and blow them up with their own weapons. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm, I think I've kind of, I've only probably put a few hours into it this week and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, we got Mario Kart's coming out in a few weeks. The Disney collection comes out in a week or so now or two weeks, I think. Um, and there's some PS Plus games I want to try also. That would have been a good segue, but we're going to talk about that at the end of the podcast. Uh, so I think I'm kind of almost done with Zelda. You'll never... I'm not done You're, with Zelda, yeah. but I'm I'm content with where I'm at in Zelda. Yep. No, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. I think I'm... I don't remember where I wound up. I'm probably pushing 70 hours now. 65 anyway. But Yeah, I think I'm over 55 now is what it says. That's, that's a lot. That's... Probably more than I've ever put into a game. At least, you know, one playthrough of a game. Maybe no, one Metal of the Gear, Final you Fantasy. put more. Metal Gear 5, you did. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. 
But even then, it's like Metal Gear was the same way. It's like, okay, now I'm just like, just trying to grind to do every mission, every side quest. Get get all all these. Yeah, I'm like, now I'm like, no, I don't need to platinum this. I'm okay that I'm like three or four trophies short. I'm not really okay with it. I feel like I should platinum that. (laughs) But it's going to take like another 30 hours to do it between the catching the animals and getting every task in every mission and every S rank. There's just, I I don't, it's just not me. I I still, I'm going to move on to Horizon Zero Dawn at some point. Um, probably not in the super near future, but as soon as I see it on sale somewhere, cause it's been out for over a month now, it'll, it'll drop to 45 bucks or something like that somewhere. And I'll just pick it up and I'll say, okay, here we go. 25, yeah. 30 hours. Let's go. Yep. How about we let's go to the news of the week now, Sean. That was a weird segue, but I tried. How about I was going to say, go. how about let's go, but then it, either way it wasn't going to work. Destiny two was officially revealed. Uh, Activision put out a trailer. They confirmed the release date is September 8th, worldwide release, and it is coming to PC as well. I had, I, again, I missed out on Destiny. I played the beta. That was really it. It's, it. To me, it sucked. It was boring. I never went back to it. I know it got a lot better, like I've said in the past, with Taken King and all that. I just never went back to it. It didn't draw me in. I had forgotten that that didn't even come out to PC, but it was PS4, Xbone, PS3, and Xbox 360. This came out in 2014, and they still put it out on the old systems. Now, they didn't get all the content as it put out these new releases and stuff. I think it got most of it, but they've stopped supporting it and everything. This is PS4, X-Bone, and PC. Yeah. As it should be. Uh, there's a gameplay reveal coming on May 18th. They're going to do a live stream, show the actual gameplay footage. Uh, we did find out that the PS4 is, again, getting exclusive timed content for... The next, the first year, I think they said until fall 18, everything will come first to PlayStation 4. Sony's probably paying Activision a boatload of money for that, like I'm sure they did for Destiny 1. The trailer, did you get a chance to see the trailer? No. It wasn't, it, you don't see any of the game. You see one of the Guardians, who is voiced by Nathan Fillion, who just hearing him do the voice, I was like, yes, please, God, just hire this man to be Nathan Drake in the movie. He wants to do it, make it happen. Joe Carnarogano, whatever your name is, that's writing it. Hire Nathan Fillion to be Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Nathan Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Drake. <laughs> Nate, no. That was my Sully voice. That was bad. Um. So, anyways, the trailer. If you guys haven't seen it, it's just Nathan Fillion trying to like. He's talking to these other get guardians who are like all like, we got our butts kicked," and he's like trying to rile them up and stuff. But he's just like, and eh, we're probably all going to get killed stuff. And it's like every, and then there's this other guy who I don't know what race he is or whatever. He's like, you can tell he's this real like leader and he like military guy and he's getting the troops all fired up. And then they get to the end and his people are like, yeah, Nathan Finch are like, and let's go. And everybody's just quiet. And he's like, man, there's going to be loot drops. So it was funny how it was very fourth wall breaking meta. It was very meta how there's going to be loot drop. They're doing loot again and all that stuff, which we knew they would. They talked about how it sounds like, I don't know if the Traveler, which is a big planet or whatever it is up there, I don't know if that's crashing into their world or something has because the last city has fallen. And they explain that in the trailer. They say, I know, you know, we've all got to start from scratch. We've all lost all our gear. Like, it's very funny how they're kind of making it as part of the story, how, yes, I know you you put 300, 400 hours into Destiny, but you have to start from scratch. Right. And this is them making it kind of part of the story also, which I really like. I really like the trailer. The, the trailer actually makes me interested in this game. Uh, 
we'll talk about Call of Duty here in a minute. If there's a first-person shooter game that I'm going to play this year, actually, no, it'll probably be Battlefront. But but if it's not Battlefront, <laughs> it'll be Destiny 2. Like, I'm really interested. Like, I want to see the gameplay. It's not that I don't like first-person shooters. I'm just kind of over Call of Duty because I can't do the whole multiplayer thing. This is more single-player focused. Well, not even single-player. Multiplayer, but co-op. You know, and you're taking on these right. big raids, yeah, these yeah. big boss fights and all that. And that might be big boss <laughs> fights. Um, and it might be fun to get into it. So we'll see. I'm definitely keeping my, my mind open on Destiny 2. Um, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But do, do you have any interest in anything I say, pique your fancy? I don't know why I say it like fans. Hey, um, I don't know it. I think you nailed it. I've said it many times. I'm not a big first person shooter guy, oh, okay. but the main thing, the main reason for that is I just, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at multiplayer. Um, if you have PvP a single multiplayer, yeah, right. If you have a good single player campaign that you're actually going to, bring me in with the story. And I'm not saying no first person shooter games have a good story. Cause I know that's not true, but it just always seems to be like, yeah, there's a, there's a first person game, but yeah. multiplayer. Right. It's just like, no, the other thing, I think what it would take to get me into a first, to really get me into a first person shooter game. <laughs> I'm going, Oh God, probably 20 years back now. Zero tolerance. <laughs> no. I know it's not even a true first-person shooter game. I mean, it yes, is. Yes, it is. But the reason... Rainbow Six. Oh, I thought you were going to say Descent no. for some reason. Well, that too, but Rainbow Six, the original one, where it's like you have a map and you can choose... You have like your squad and you can order them to go wherever you can tell them what to do. You can like, yep. there's a building you have to infiltrate and you can figure out where to start. Ooh, should I, I remember go up the fire the escape and go in game. through the ceiling yep. or ooh, do I go just barging in through the front door? And it's like realistic in that if you get shot, you're probably dead. It's not like where you can get shot like 17 times and then, oh, I ran out of life. Like if right. you get shot, you're dead. And it's just so much more tactical and it's like, okay, I'm going to open this door, toss in a flashbang, wait for it to go off, boom, now I'm going to storm in, pew, 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 pick them off, like it's just so much more, I, I, I just keep going back to the word tactical, as opposed to just like run and gun, just, you know, whatever, and maybe you get a sniper rifle, and yep. that's as close, as far as I'm concerned, maybe I'm missing something, but first person shooter games these days it's like oh yeah you can have a sniper rifle so that kind of slows things down and you get a little methodical but it's like most of it's just just run and gun and it's it's fast twitch reflexes which right. i don't I, I don't just, have anymore exactly, i don't know that i ever yeah. did actually but i definitely don't anymore so if you get and it doesn't have to be super realistic it doesn't need to be like a war kind of i mean not war but i don't know what you would call it, rainbow 6 but Rainbow Six is almost more, yeah, like military Tactical simulation espionage. as opposed to yeah. arcade style. Like, give me a good, more simulation type first person shooter than arcade style. And okay, you may have me there. See, it's but. funny to hear you say that because I think you would have liked Rainbow Six Siege that came out this last year. Those multiplayer only, it's what you describe, except yeah. with a team of real people instead of just ordering the computer where to go. No, see, so maybe I would like that. Yeah. 
don't know how you, cheap you can get it now or anything, but that game, it came out and everybody's kind of like, eh, that game took on a life of its own and it's still, people are still playing it to this day like as much as they did on day one or even more. Hmm. So. But it's only multiplayer. Yes. Eh, I might look into it. You could get it for 20 bucks or something. Yeah, so oh, yeah for 20 bucks, why not? But. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm definitely excited. I'm definitely intrigued. I don't know that I'm excited. I'm intrigued to see what Destiny 2 is. I will be watching on May 18th. I'm guessing a lot of you will also. Uh, it's going to be one of the biggest games of the year. Again, 2017 is insane. We'll cover that in a Friday video at some point. But um, yeah, 27 is insane. So this is funny, and I can't wait to just... just Okay. According to Marvel Vice President Ryan Panagos... He has said that Insomniac's officially undated Spider-Man game for the PlayStation 4 is coming out this year. In a stream, this comes from IGN, spotted and captured by Reddit user Gaming Since 95. <laughs> I've been gaming since 85, bro. <laughs> Panagos or Panagos says, there's more on the horizon for 2017, like Spider-Man coming to PlayStation 4. There's some small cause for doubt, given that Panagos isn't directly involved with the games division. When asked for comment, Sony simply said, we don't comment on rumor or speculation. Insomniac had previously only said that it was, quote, hard at work on cool stuff to share in 2017. Never mentioned a specific release window. However, with Spider-Man Homecoming arriving in theaters this July, it seems after the game would attempt to capitalize on active interest. There is no way on God's green earth that that game is coming out this year. And no. if it does, it's going to suck because yeah. that means they completely rushed it just to try to time it somewhat. And, and it's not coming out this summer. So it's not even like they would even capitalize off of homecomings release. Do you believe for a second, this game's coming out? No, we haven't seen any gameplay. We haven't seen it. We've seen a CGI trailer. It's more likely cool. to come out in 2019. than That's 2017. Thank you. Thank you. This, this is going to be, a I think it'll be next year. And then get to late. But it's but it's definitely more likely there's a much better chance this game comes out in 2019 than 2017. See, now what I wonder is if he meant to say there's more on the horizon like Spider-Man coming to PlayStation 4. I, I think what he probably, first off, he's just a VP. He's a suit at Marvel. He doesn't even know probably what a PlayStation 4 is. Yeah. He probably was just trying to say, because I think, I think we're going to see a lot of this game at E3. That I do think. I think we're finally going to get gameplay. I think it'll be one of the spotlight games for Sony, along with God of War 4 and maybe Red Dead, if they've got some exclusive content like supposedly they do with PlayStation 4. It's going to be one of the biggest games at E3 for them. I think that's maybe what he was trying to say, and he's just like, he heard Spider-Man, and he yeah. saw 2017, didn't think E3 and gameplay reveal or anything like that. There's no way this game's coming out this no. year. There's literally no way. Nope. There's a Jack collection coming to the PS4. This just got announced today, Sean. Now, you like Jacks, right? Jack. Oh, yeah. So Jack, Jack 2, Jack 3, and Jack X Combat Racing are all getting remastered in HD and coming to PlayStation 4 digitally this year. Now, these this are... This is one release, or these are release. all separate? Well, that's a good question. I don't... I don't know. I mean, if you put all those for in one bucks game, or something, I mean, I'd pay sixty bucks for really. It. If they're so all they're that, good. if they're all legit, I mean, are they? No, these are not like. That's what I was gonna say. These are not like Crash. This is oh, just like just when cleaner crisper. when they took when they did the God of War PS2 games and released them on PS3. They just like or like up Resident Evil Four, stuff. right? It'll it's be that. 
But still, I mean, still I never HD even played Jack X Combat. I'm guessing it's just Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart, but it's more like battle style. Yeah. yeah. I've never played any of them. I mean, I don't even care about that. But just Jack, Jack 2, Jack 3, I mean, I, I mean I'd pay 60 bucks, I think, for the three of them. And it may not even be 60 bucks, but I would I would probably pay 60 bucks for all four of those. I love those games. Yeah. Love them. I don't really care, but I think this is going to be a big thing. Um, I would love for them to bring it back, but I think Naughty Dog's just got They've it. moved on. Right, yeah. So now they could I, I'm, I'm, sell it. Yeah. Or Sony could say, hey, can we just like let Sucker Punch or somebody or Sony Bend or something, let a small team from one of those studios work on this and make a new Jack game. Like they did Ratchet, Ratchet right. and Clank. Was great. I still, that's one of those games I missed. Like I played the first three levels or something, and then I then Uncharted came out and everything else came out, and I just never got back to it. I still would love to go back and play that game some more because I love my time with it. Yeah. Um, but I think the way that was so positively received, that's why this is coming out, and how everybody is so stoked about Crash, which I just... I don't get it. I've never got that game. I've never... I don't get it either. Never understood the appeal. Um, Maybe it was great, you know, 20 years ago, and I just missed it because we had a Saturn and an N64 and not a PlayStation, but I don't know. Yeah. But if you're a Jack fan, you got to like that news. Call of Duty... So the rumors are that they're going back in time. And judging by this leak that came out this week, Call of Duty's new name... Well, this year's name is Call of Duty colon... WW2. No. There's there's a poster no. that released. It could be clear. I think they are releasing a World War II game. I think so, too. There's but no it's way not they're be calling called. it Call of Duty World War II. No. So, I don't know. Again, who who came out with... Was there a Call of Duty game? What was the game that was like something colon... World at World, War. World at War. Was that Call of that Duty? That was Call of Duty, yeah. Then they're not going to come out with... World at War. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. I'm sure this game is real, but it's going to have a better name than Call of Duty World War Two. There's there's no way they're just calling it World War Two. No. Now, I mean, even Battlefield One, they didn't call it Battlefield World War One. They called it (laughs) Battlefield One, which is still weird. But the game was supposedly great. Um, And I can they just. I know that Call of Duty can do no wrong, and no matter what they do, they're going to sell a billion copies. But, like, okay, Call of Duty, we need to do something new. Let's go to space. Okay, now that we've gone all the way that way, well, now let's go back in time and let's do World War II. Like, they're just going to, I mean, it's almost like they're like, what can't we get away with? Civil War and muskets and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I. they might try it. They might try maybe, it next year. Maybe that's what's next. But, I mean, there's a lot that they're, their their stories were good. Like I didn't play the first three Call of Duty games. Then you had Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, and then Black Ops, which is still my favorite Call of Duty game. And then Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three really went off the deep end, and Black Ops Two was not anywhere near as good as the first one. But you can tell these teams have the ability to make good first person campaign. I mean, single player campaigns that can tell a good story, and it's not just about the multiplayer. Yeah, they're only six, seven hours probably, but it's like they're fun. There's a nice contained story. I still say to this day, like I said, Black Ops is my favorite Call of Duty game and it had the best story, and they, the way they wove in Kennedy assassination and all that other stuff, it was really cool what they did with it. I would love to see them get back to what they know with Call of Duty, colon, World War II. There's no way they're calling it that. No. But 
you might hook me again if you get away from all this wall running and space combat and jumping literally across the map and all this other stuff that I'm like, it's hard enough for me if you're running on the ground and I'm running on the ground to actually shoot somebody in multiplayer. <laughs> when you start throwing jetpacks in and stuff, I don't yeah. have a prayer. I just can't do it. Yep. And actually, I think the best multiplayer that I was good at in Call of Duty was Black Ops also. It was either Black Ops or Black Ops 2. I forget which one. Because Black Ops 2, even though it was near future, they didn't. it was still limited by PS3 and Xbox 360 tech. Right. They didn't try to do all this other stuff where you'd have to make the map so vertically big because of everybody jumping and doing all this other stuff. Yeah. So the potential's there for them to have a good, you know, go back and tell some good stories and stuff, but I don't know. And the, But it is funny to me when people are like, oh, they're just trying to copy Battlefield 1. These games take three years to make. It's not like they're like, oh, crap, they made a World War One game. Uh, re, uh, reskin everything that is space and make it in World War Two and do it now. Like, that's not how game <laughs> development works. They have three teams that work on these games, and they're all on three-year development cycles. Could they have heard through some whispers in the woods or whispers in the wind like Jeff Hardy that, you know, they're going back to World War One? Sure. But anybody that tries to say they're copying Battlefield 1 because it was successful, you're nuts. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Speaking of battles, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is getting revealed very soon, April 15th. Not a lot more to say except that I'm excited to see this. The boys absolutely love Star Wars Battlefront. They want to come on and do a Let's Play of Star Wars Battlefront, which is just hilarious. They can actually survive like the uh, the survival stuff now, like through really? all 15 waves. And when I played it with Noah on Christmas Day, I couldn't. Like We died after like 13 waves or something. I was like, man, I suck at this. And they can do it themselves now. They can get That's through awesome. 15 waves. So we might do a Let's Play of them. What the heck? Your, your screen went black. <laughs> um, I hope it goes back. I am so excited. Like, We've still got the visceral, the Amy Hennig Star Wars game coming, probably 2019. So that's that's the one I'm really looking forward to. But this is going to have a single-player campaign. Again, as you've heard us talk about a lot on here, because we're talking about a lot of first-person games, we love stories and games. And you know that if you've been listening to me for a while, that's what I care about the most. I'm so stoked. Damn it. Shoot. Oh, damn it, shoot. I'm so stoked to see Battlefront 2. I know it's going to look great. The last one looked amazing. And the sound design, everything was great. It's like you were in a Star yeah. Wars movie. But I'm excited to play a single-player Star Wars campaign and have it be good. Good. Big boss. <laughs> the funny thing is Noah's always like, Dad, do you think they're going to go with the Clone Wars? Or do you think they will go with Star Wars Rebels? Or do you think they will go with... um? Do you think they'll go with episode seven? Or do you think they'll go with <laughs> episode five? I'm like, Noah, sweetie. I have no idea, bud. I don't know. I was like, I don't think they're going to, they're not going to tell any of those stories, I don't think. Yeah. I think it'll be a story set in the Star Wars universe, kind of like Knights of the Old Republic or something. It's not going to be that type of game, obviously, but that type of story or something. In that universe, we're not really connected to anything else. Maybe Vader cameos or something like that, depending on the story, on the timeline, but we'll see. Yeah. PS Plus games got announced. By the time you're watching this, you can go download them from the PlayStation Network. PS4 gets drawn to death. They had already announced this, that this game was going to be free to play now. And Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Drawn to death, if you haven't seen it. It's really interesting. It's a third-person shooter. I think it's David Jaffe. Uh, one of David Jaffe games. But it's, it's a third-person shooter, not first-person. And you are in the pages of a kid's notebook. So think of like the stuff Noah draws and his in his notebooks and stuff, in his compositions, that those things come to life inside of it, and it's a shooter. 
Really fantastic concept. It looks really cool. It's free, so I will definitely try it. Yeah. I think, again, it's multiplayer only, I think. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's cool that they're doing it. That actually isn't out until, I think, the second week of April, so you can't download that just yet. I think it's coming out April 15th or something like that. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. I've looked at some videos of it real quickly. Looks like a fun two-player co-op space shooter that uh, we may try out here on the channel. PS3 is getting Invisimals, Lost Kingdom, and Alien Rage. Why is PS3 even still getting free games at this point? There's really no point. No. And the Vita is getting 10 Second Ninja, which is also crossed by in the PlayStation 4, and Curses and Chaos, which is also crossed by in the PlayStation 4. 10 Second Ninja, this looks like kind of like a Super Meat Boy style of game, except you're a little skinny, little tiny little ninja, and you have literally you have 10 seconds to get through each level. So you start... Timer doesn't start until you move, but you can see like, okay, there's an enemy like here. Plan out your yes. Yeah. I'm like this. That that could be fun. Hmm. Uh, and then curses and chaos. I was telling you about this, eight bit style pixel graphics. It's like a beat 'em up brawler shooter, shoot 'em up kind of a game. But you're just on one screen and you just have waves of enemies coming at you. Uh, it looks like it'd be fun. We might give that a try on the channel too. I don't know. Well, we'll see how they go. But those are your PS Plus games for April. Oh. Yes. Um, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. I'll maybe you'll do it later. All right. It's about that time. It's the time when we play the. <laughs> it's the back of the box challenge. If you didn't, I got it right this time, but the voice was way bad. If you didn't know, the back box challenge is how we end the podcast here every week. On the two-player co-op podcast, what this game is, is we take a previously released retail game. We look at the back of that box. We read the description aloud to the other player, bleep out any pertinent information that would make the game too obvious or too easy, or just give the game away completely. Once the other player listens to that, they can ask some follow-up questions. They are yes or no questions for the most part. But again, the points aren't real and the rules don't matter. That's the back of box challenge. And then they got to try to guess the game. Obviously, they got to try to guess the game. This is a guessing game. That's what we do. That's the back of box challenge. That's what we're going to do now. Thank you for playing. Sean. Am I reading? That's okay. I mean, yes. <laughs> I meant that's, yeah, sure. That's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, come on. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Blank, blank. Hmm. Exclamation point. Oh, my God. Blank. Leave that out. Blank's wife, Ophelia, has been captured by that no-good Gary Gritter. Can Blank blank his way through five increasingly challenging stages, each one packed with dozens of deranged blanks and surprises galore? Or is his love destined to end up blank? Dead. (laughs) This is interesting. So you didn't bleep out the characters' names for the most part, which tells me... because you're not going to... That's what I'm saying. That's very interesting. (laughs) Ophelia? What was the other name? Gary Gritter. Gary Gritter. (laughs) Is this a 90s game? Come on. Halpert face. Yes. Early or late? 
I would classify it as early. Okay. Is this a 16-bit game? Yes, it is. Is it a console exclusive? It is not. Ophelia. Is this a side-scrolling game? Yeah. Is it a platformer? Yes. Is this a licensed property? There's no way because I've never heard of Ophelia. No. Just wanted to ask. Do you play as a human? Yes. I pictured Ophelia as a bunny for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Well, he could still be married to a bunny. He plays a human. It's not licensed. It's a platformer that came out on both. Well, did it come out on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, just to clarify? Yes. Okay. Capcom? Uh, No. Konami? No. Uh, Sunsoft? No. Hudson? No. Not that none of those would help. I'm just being stupid. Wow. That was scary. Um, (laughs) I, I have no earthly idea. Uh, there's no way we own this game. Did we own this game? Uh, no. Is this a sequel? No. Oh wait, you said you play as a human. Ooh, what were you thinking? Worm. I was like, do you play as a worm? Uh-huh. Now, now my new Bubsy is now Earthworm Jim. <laughs> um. Well, okay. You said it's not. It's not a sequel. No. Is this part of a series? Like, did it get sequels? I don't think so. Was it a bad game? I don't. I mean, I don't think it was good. But have, have we played this game? Pretty sure we rented it. Was it also out in arcades? You definitely know the game. Okay. Was it I also think we've rented it. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a platformer. Probably not. Early 90s, Super Nintendo and Genesis game, a platformer. Oh, I don't think I have any earthly idea what this game is. I mean, I know I don't. I don't know that I can get to it. What are some of the blanks? Is there anything you can unblank? It's a lot of just like puns. Is the character's name the game? Yes. Good question. Okay. Not part of a series. Did you say I don't remember this? Not, did Did you say it wasn't very good? I think. I, I yeah. I don't think it was very good. Not licensed. Not part of a series. Platformer. Play as a human. The name is the name of the game. Ophelia. Uh, what is your main form of attack? Do Do you use guns in this? No. Do you use swords or some kind of melee weapon? Or do you use your fists? Um, we fight with these, Craig. Uh, I'd say melee. But it's a platformer. This is so weird. Is this one of those I'm going to facepalm when you say the name of it? Yeah, I mean, it's I, a I'm game. nowhere near it. I though. know you know this game because it's come up. I don't know if you honestly thought it was this game or if you just said it just to be funny, but you've like thought this was my game before. You've like thrown it out there, so I know you know the game. A 16-bit platformer yep. with where you play as a human. Do you play as a male? 
Yes. I, I mean, I assume it was the 90s. Uh, I don't know if this will help you at all. Do you want to know who makes it? I don't think this will help. I mean, sure. Virgin. They made a lot of games back then. All right, let me see if there's anything I can... I'm dumbfounded. Uh, can't say that. Can't say that's his name. That's And his name is the name of the game? Yep. Gosh, what would it be? It's not Battletoads. I can't no. tell you that. Ophelia, five levels. It's not a comic zone. Came out on both. Made by Virgin. God, man, I have no idea. Or is his love destined to end up on the trading block? (laughs) (laughs) Or is his love destined to end up on the blank? Cutting room floor. (laughs) No. Think of, not that this is what they're talking about, but think of how you might order a drink. On the menu? I mean, I don't know. On the bar? No. Like a margarita. On the rocks? Is it? What? No, Cool Spot's not a human. <laughs> Wait. No, it's not Cool Spot. Virgin made that, though, I think. But I think they did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on. But it's, and it's not licensed. I have no, I have no friggin' clue. I think I'm giving up. You know, you know half the name now. Cool? No. Spot? No. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> what was the half? Human? Deck? No. Rocks? What was- Rock? Chuck Rock. <laughs> yes. Oh. Unga Bunga. Yeah, that Chuck okay. Rock's wife, Ophelia, has been captured by a Gary Gritter. Can Chuck belly butt his way through okay. five increasingly challenging stages? Did he kind of uh, look like King Hippo? Dinosaurs. Am I remembering that wrong? He just had like a big, really big chin. And you threw rocks. The art style for some of these games was really cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He's just, remember, he's like, boom. Mm-hmm. He just like belly butts people. Gosh. Belly butt or belly bump? Belly butts. Chuck Rock. Interesting. Okay. Jeez. Uh, um, all right. Ready for yours? Ready. Oh, crap, I'm on the wrong page. Where'd it go? There it is. Are you ready? Let's turn it this way. It's easier. All right. Ready? Ready. Become a blank. One of the last blanks for hire. Track down the child of prophecy, a living weapon capable of untold destruction. Metal Gear. Ming Boss. Is that your final answer? Okay. Yes. Journey... That was like half a big boss. <laughs> Journey through war-torn kingdoms and slay blanks. Explore towns rife with corruption and sail to untamed isles. Home to clans of seafaring warriors. In a world descending into turmoil, your actions shape history. Uh, okay. Is this a... Post January first, two thousand game. Yes. Is it a PlayStation Two era? No. One. No. Three. No. Four. Yes. 
Oh, we're going. Well, I mean, you were running out of you were running out <laughs> of consoles there. I figure we always go to nineties. I was like, I need to find a more recent game. Yeah. But what I also found out, a little behind the scenes thing here, back of the boxes are they almost say nothing now compared to back right, then. Right, it's like bullet points. Because now like, you don't even need to because everybody knows the game. Right, like, yeah. Back then it was like, no, you had to actually sell people on what the game was. All right, I need you to read it again because now that I'm thinking about it, that's a new Become game. a blank, one of the last blanks for hire. Track down the child of prophecy, a living weapon. <laughs> What's wrong with me today? It's because there's no beer. Capable of untold destruction. Journey through war-torn kingdoms and slay legendary blanks. Explore towns rife with corruption and sail to untamed isles, home to clans of seafaring warriors. In a world descending into turmoil, your actions shape history. Does this come out on multiple systems? Yes. Does it come out on mobile? No. It's not ocean ocean. <laughs> I, As I was like reading sailing that, as I was reading that, I was thinking I've thought about the game before, and it hasn't had any physical releases, so. I couldn't really do it back the box. It's all been digital. Oh, Oceanhorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this part of a series? Yes. Is this the last in the series so yes. far? Yes. Have we owned games from this series? We haven't. You have. By the way, what did you say about Chuck Rock? Oh, never mind. Oh, I don't think that I have ever guessed that before is what I was going to say. No, you've thrown it out. There I have? Before. Yeah. Okay. Maybe just in passing. just Probably when I was just like Earthworm Jim, Bubsy, Chuck Rock. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. Ugh. So PS4 games, something about sailing and become the last something and find the child, the prophecy. Is this a Capcom game? No. Is it Konami? No. Oh, crap. Uh, ooh, ooh. Has this been around since like eight bit, sixteen bit no. time? No, no. So no, it's no. a relatively new, relatively new series. Um, ooh. Ooh. I can't think of a game where you sail. That's not Zelda or uh, whatever that other one is. Ocean Oceanhorn. I was gonna say Minecraft. I don't know why. I was, <laughs> no, I was like mine. <laughs> uh, sail. Do you play as a human? Yeah. I feel like older games are a lot easier. Um, have I played this game? Or yes. Just played, do I own this game? Yes. <laughs> I only own like five PS4 games, so here we go. You should be able to <laughs> narrow it down then. Oh, God. I don't remember sailing. Uh, <laughs> is it The Witcher 3? Oh, I was going to say, you almost <laughs> got it wrong. Become a Witcher, one of the last monster slayers for hire. I didn't even know if you got it as, if you got into the story enough to even know about the child, so I didn't bleep that out. Oh, I did, but okay. I just forgot about it. <laughs> that didn't even, yeah, that didn't even click. Yep. That game was... I can see how it would win Game of the Year and stuff like that, but to me, it's kind of disappointing. It's not better than Metal Gear, and I haven't even played it, but I know it's not better than Metal Gear. Yeah. To me, I know, I, I don't know if this is just your opinion, even though you haven't played it. I don't know if you read this somewhere or what, but... The Zelda thing? You described it as Zelda for adults. You know what's Zelda for adults? Zelda? Zelda. The new Zelda. 
And there are definite similarities between the two, open world and cooking and getting like monster parts when you kill them. Like I went back and watched one of our first YouTube videos and I was, it was right when I started playing that game. I'm like, it's really weird. You just like, you kill enemies and you find like their eyeballs and their pelts and then you get like stones. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, wow, this is like Zelda. Cause right. Zelda is really, really good, but yeah. Oh, well. That was the Backbox Challenge. This has been episode 67 of the two-player co-op podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. If you didn't know, we are part of the Nerd901 family. Go to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Also part of that family, Pixels and Papers. Ernie and Derek, hopefully we're going to get them on next week. Scheduling's been tough. WrestleMania kind of screwed everything up, and you know, like he said, life gets in the way. Um, but yeah, hopefully we're going to get those guys on next week. There's a few things I really want to talk to them about. And I think you guys will like those discussions. So we're going to try and make that happen next week. Of course you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin white 24. He's at real Sean white together. We're at two player underscore co-op the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash two player co-op. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, spread the word. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. We've got eight episodes to go until our episode 75 live live stream. We need 200 subs in eight episodes. I need y'all to help us out and make that happen. My goal is 500 by episode 75. Our goal was 300 goal. just like a month ago. Or, well, our goal was and like <laughs> at one point it was, I said 250, you said no. Well, we thought then 300. We said, oh, 200 would be nice. And then we got 300. So we're going to yeah. try to blow well, it out shoot of the for water. 500. We're shooting for 500. Uh, if you guys like the content, please share it with your friends. Retweet the videos. Tell them to subscribe. It means so much to us. Again, we're trying to hit 500 by the time we get to episode 75. And if we actually hit that, our minds might actually explode on camera. I don't know that you want to see that. but So speaking of subs, this is what I was going to get at earlier. Um, shout out to uh, Matt Mitchell. Yes. One of our uh, newer subs. Uh, a lot of interaction with him. He comments. We comment back. We love that. Thank you, Matt. Everybody else, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we're obviously not too big yet to where we can't keep up with comments. So if you comment, if you tweet us, if you whatever message us, um, we will respond. Would love to hear from you. Um, we love that interaction. We love the subs and the plays and everything, but we also like that interaction. So if you have something to say, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, let us know. We'd love to hear from you and we will be sure to respond. Yes. We know a lot of you, a lot of y'all have been commenting and stuff. And we really appreciate that. Yep. Thank you guys so much. The fact it's, it, it just, it blows our minds. Thank you guys so much. Um, of course, if you like audio versions of the podcast, you can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google podcasts and audio services all around the globe. And also, if you didn't know, we have a Facebook page that we never update. It's facebook.com slash two player co op gaming. Kind of a joke now. And I'm going to keep pipping it until we get more. We got a like. We've got this a week. couple likes yeah. over the last so month. Shout out to y'all. Um, hope y'all are subscribing also. But yes, this has been episode 67 of the two player co op podcast. Again, reminder come back Friday. Spoiler cast Zelda Breath of the Wild. Well, I mean, only come back. I mean, Zelda, whatever. Just come back. And if you don't, then come back after you beat the game. But spoiler cast for Breath of the Wild coming this Friday. But until that time, Sean. Go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.